podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode 24. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today we have Mr. Casey Cool. Whoop, whoop. And Sean Poole. That's me. Wait, why am I not a mister? Is it because I'm not a teacher? Miss, mister. I don't know. Who who put mister in this, in this list? <laughs> Casey, did you add mister to the script? He did. I'm trying to go for something here. I want respect. I was like, wait, I saw the mister on Casey, and then I was like, wait, where's my mister? Well, if you guys do show prep, then you can start giving yourself titles. How about that? I'm like, cool. I'm going to do... Let's take it again. <laughs> it is Mr. Casey Cool and Supreme Leader Sean Poole. Hello. <laughs> Hello, minions. Okay. Hello. I'm Ron Bergen. <laughs> So I want to say thank you to everybody that listened last week. If we have some new listeners this week, we had a really good week. And Jan was nothing but nice to us to come spend time. And so if you're still listening, thank you. And please don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, Jan was cool. Now I'm going to leave just because you told me not to. (laughs) You can't get inside my head. Don't you know I'm like a seven-year-old kid and reverse psychology doesn't work on me. Or does. Hard to say. So how about those video games? Video games, they're being played. We got video games, they're being played all the time, every day. Well, Shelby, I think you finished the game, right? I did, excuse me. I beat A Plague Tale Innocence. Did it deserve it? I think so. I liked it. I don't know if like it's a must-play, but it's really good. It's a really good one of those. It's like a scary, creepy, sneak-around game. I, uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Was that the one that was like five hours long that came out like with the ps4 mm, i don't think so i think i know it came out in 2019 no i'm thinking i the one i'm thinking of i think has a date in its name and it was like gotcha. very pretty but it was very short sorry this one was pretty was pretty but it was like pretty drab you know it's about the plague in france so it turns out it's a really dark game well anything about france is obviously horrible first off <laughs> hey you take that back those are my people oh you know i speak a little french we oui, we oui. do you? Yeah, I surrender. Oh, how do you say it in French? French that's, that's how you say it. That's the only French I know. Yes, because they don't ever win any wars. If the listener didn't leave before, they're leaving because they're French. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, <laughs> they won a lot of wars, just not any recently. Yeah, but get this: turns out when you play a game called A Plague Tale, it's not really a good time to play it during the COVID pandemic. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask: Did that freak you out at all? It was like, pretty could... dire. It's like, oh, this could get a lot worse. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> you start thinking about the real life. So, when is there like? Fighting in this game, I don't. I know it's a suspense horror thriller. You're fighting the plague. No, you're like basically a couple of children. You play as one main protagonist who is a teenage girl, and she is. A, it's a one-hit kill throughout uh-huh. the entire game. So if you get spotted and they're able to throw a javelin at you or run up on you, it's it's reload. Yeah. Who are you fighting against? So it's you're basically like sneaking through the game. So you're trying to like hide behind corridors and try to take out guards one at a time. In the beginning, you have no way to to uh, defend yourself whatsoever. You're just kind of going around and running away from guards. And as the game progresses, you get the ability to start taking out one guard or distract a guard. And then as the game continues to go on, by the end, you have like three or four different tactics to take care of the guys on patrol. So it's it's pretty good. And I thought the progression was really well done throughout the entirety of the game. Um, in the beginning, it was like really dark. And I was like, where is this going to go? Mm-hmm. But the story really went places. And I was pretty impressed with its ability to go places that I wasn't expecting. So it was good. I enjoyed it. How long was it? I want to say it was like 11 or 12 hours, okay. I think is what. How long did Beat had it at? Um, mm-hmm. I will say that it, it does have a little bit of the stealth issue in it um because basically what you're doing is you're trying to find the most uh efficient path through the level and then as soon as you figure out where the guards are and where you're going to get spotted Mm -hmm. like it's no longer an issue because you just find your way around it so there is that trial and error and once you figure it out it's just like okay i got the path now i know your wife you would turn up the rat sound to freak her out you said that was really done is there any good like ambiance in the music is there anything like do they set the tone that way as well dude the rat noises were fire (laughs) so good <laughs> 10 out of 10 rat noises best rat noises of the year yeah. and then at the end there are a lot <laughs> of rats and the rat noises are overwhelming at that point they're a pied piper i mean no spoilers but kinda Ooh. sure 
maybe i don't know i never saw the pied piper um specifically because back uh, in the day wasn't that a thing where like pied, the the pipe Piper would come like come to the, the rat catcher or whatever to clear rats out of people's towns <laughs> i think that that fairy tale is pretty dark in the beginning oh, yeah. too like leading the children out of town or something like that oh yeah well, well i think what ends up happening was they didn't want to pay him yes and so he ends up like luring all the kids out of town or whatever i think that's the story I think you're right. like he lets the rats go back and takes the kids or something yeah he's a human trafficker yeah. that's the, the horrible story. <laughs> they didn't want to pay him that was the thing you gotta pay a rat catcher <laughs> you gotta pay the piper exactly that's where you gotta that comes pay the from. piper i will say there are some specific sequences i found in this game that were very frustrating mm. like to the point where i replayed the same sequence for about 20 or 30 like minutes like quick timey kind of stuff or it feels slow, and I feel it feels like the, the combat feels deliberately slow to build that suspense, mm-hmm. right? Because if you get run up on, you're done. So you're trying to sneak around, and there's a couple of sequences where they throw guys at you repeatedly, and if you don't get them, if you don't hit them directly, then you automatically get reloaded to about five minutes oh, prior. Yeah, that's nice. And yeah i mean it was just really frustrating it happened a couple of times um would i recommend this game i would say put it lower on your backlog like i would say drop it down your list a little bit i played it for the low price of free which i liked i enjoyed my time i was impressed with it price point's important for us you know is that a game pass special it it is a game pass special so So. you should get game pass i think we all agree on that I, I was looking at the price on PlayStation. If you want it there, it's about 20 bucks. Do you think that's a fair price if you were to pay for that game? Or do you think it's... It's an experience. I mean, like, the story is good. Know that it's an 11-hour game. So for $20, you could probably get games that last you a lot longer than 11 hours if that's what you're looking for. Is there any replay to it? Like, if you play it different, is there different outcomes? Is there anything like that? Or is it all pretty linear and there's one... It feels really linear. It, okay. it it feels linear. I know there's a couple of achievos. Uh, excuse me, game achievements. No, I like that achievos. achievos. We're gonna call yeah, it that from a... now on. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a couple of achievos in there that if like you I love it, you can like save a guard and in the and I didn't do that. So when I was looking at the achievos at the end, it's like nope, it's I missed that one <laughs> and I'm not gonna go back and get it again. But there is a chapter select. So if I really wanted to drill down and get that stuff, I could. Um... Yeah. Overall, it's it's all right. It's an experience. It's all right. So, would you recommend it? I would say yeah. I would say maybe don't play it during a pandemic. <laughs> don't play it during a play. Oh, so it's never. definitely not a. It's not a cheery. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's not a cheery escapism game for sure. Like it is definitely a little a little uh, heavy. But I think the story is good. The the things that they do with the two siblings. It's about a sister and a brother. And basically, it's a teenage girl and her younger brother, and she's trying to protect him through the entirety of the story. And then I think that's where the the innocence title comes how's, from, is it's his loss of innocence how, throughout the story. How's the voice acting? Is it good French accents? Sacre bleu! Um, <laughs> yeah! Now that you say that, sure, yes. I mean, I've never had to rate French accents before, so this puts me I'm in a very... Fromage, <laughs> oh, oui, oui. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where yeah. you just gotta be Pepe Le Pew, Pepe Le Pew is my base French accent right there. Where would you put it on Pepe Le Pew? Or uh, I don't know who would be at the top. But Leon, um, the guy we talked about that hit the a while back, the assassin movie with Natalie Portman. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's a cool Frenchman. Yeah. yeah so now I am now I'm playing yeah. Sekiro. So I am early into Sekiro. <gasps> Wait, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not how this works. That's not how this works. Right. You're supposed to give me a list of games. So, spoiler for next week, I am playing Sekiro. You'll hear more next week. Okay. It <laughs> next is time. I know. Very I, you difficult. know I wanted to pick Sekiro it is for you. very difficult. Yeah. Shelby, you're breaking the format of the show. After Sekiro, you got to give me a couple games to choose from, okay? Okay, no. deal. We, we knew Sekiro was picked because I talked you into buying that a couple episodes back anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you did. I, you know, that was it. Um, right on. Well, well, people can look into that and... It is a, we're still working on our rating system, so it is a play. But know that there's probably other things out there that might be worth your price. So if you have it on Game Pass, get it. Yeah? That's the big takeaway? Yeah, I, I would say play it, try it. Um, you're going to know that it's really dark in the beginning. So if you want to feel the story out, then continue to go for it. Try it. Okay. Try it. That's Drop it. Play it. Twist it. Trable it. <laughs> Sneeze try it. Try it. Twist it. Flop it. Sneeze it. 
Stuff it. Oh! oh. Okay. Wow. And that's the end of the show. We're going to stop right there. And, okay, that's it, guys. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. If this was the last podcast you joined us on, it's been great. Um, and then you have been playing some games in the traditional fashion, huh, Case? Yes. So you you and Jan picked Tales of Vesperia for me, and I'm only a few hours in that. I, I played it before. I'm going to talk about that more in the weeks to come. It's a bigger JRPG. And I want to get my bearings. I'm not even like in the double digits with it yet, so I don't think that's fair. But a game I did play, and I, I'm playing Paper Mario with my son. That's going well. Um, the humor in that still is killer. Uh, the game I played this week, and I'm going to show you guys, which is great for a podcast, is a game called Five Minute Dungeon. It's a board game, and it's made by Spin Masters. And this is really a fun game. Spin Masters. Um, yes, nice. it is a different kind of game in that it is cooperative. It's chaotic. The the cat the tag for it is a chaotic cooperative real time card game. There's it's there's different decks right. And so initially uh, I'm gonna open it up so I can show you guys my explanation of it. You have mats and each mat is a different level. There's five levels in the game that you can play right. And what you do with the five levels is you're gonna stack cards. You get these dungeon cards or boss cards right. They're like mini bosses and they have different symbols on their cards. And sometimes, so like the first level boss is called Big Baby or Baby Barbarian. I'm gonna show you what Baby Barbarian looks like right here. He is a literal baby barbarian. Oh yeah. And so you want a barbarian get... with a big axe and a pacifier in his mouth. Yes, yes. Win. And I love it. it says if the, you notice there on his screen it says 20 cards. So what you do is from the enemy card pile, you take mm -hmm. 20, you shuffle it, and you take 20 cards, right? And some enemy card piles are just like a dungeon door, and then when you get to it, you flip it over. Right, but some of them, okay. if you notice, have a skull on it, and it, what that is is a mini boss. So depending on how your shuffle is, you could have like five mini bosses in a row, and it gets really you're like, oh no, this is gonna be really hard because the big thing about this game it's called Five Minute Dungeon. So the game makes you download an app, and it has different voice actors that have a timer. You have five minutes oh, wow. with your team to get through the twenty cards on the first level, and your cards uh, are they're broken up into this. There's obstacle cards, which is shown like it's a ninja sprinting. They're purple. There's arrow cards for the archery, there's swords, there's shields, and there's scrolls. So, hmm. to like, if I flip over this card and I show a monster, like, it's three scrolls. So, if Shelby has a scroll, uh, Sean has a scroll, and I have a scroll, we can all play it and then we beat the monster. Or Sean could have all three scrolls. Or Sean, it's also, uh, if you notice... But what if we don't have enough scrolls? Well, the, all three scrolls, Sean, lucky. Well, the other thing is there's special <laughs> abilities, but this is an obstacle. How many coins fall out of the game if you get all three scrolls? Uh, well, no. If it's an obstacle, you could have a card that says you defeat an obstacle. But then each player is a job class. And in the traditional, like, it plays off Dungeon and Dragons in that sense. So, like, the purple placard is either you're the ninja or the thief. And the ninja's ability, if you pick the ninja is she can um, jump over obstacles. She can kill obstacles. So you discard three cards from your hand, and you can, be, you can beat an obstacle. Or on the back, you can be the thief, and the thief has like a mechanic where he can draw five cards at, if he discards three. Um, okay. Hmm. And then, like, there's so a... they've all got pros and cons. They all got pros and cons, and they each have a perk. The perk that I recommend and something to play for people that first start out, when I played this, I, I was playing with my son, and I wanted to play it because I'm really trying to teach him rules and games, and it's really hard for a five-year-old. But he thinks this is really mm -hmm. cool. The wizard has the ability to stop time. Oh, so that five-minute timer. Stop the time, but you discard three, it. right? And you can, if you're a smart wizard, you stop, stop, right? You do things like that. And you can do it till you run out of cards. Um, and then the other thing, so, like, someone asked me, like, if you run out of cards, does that, like, do you start with your deck half full on the next boss? No, you start with your deck fresh. You take all the cards you played, right? And depending on how many players there are, if they're if you you can play with two players and each player has five cards in their hands, three players have four, and then four to five players, which is the max is five, you would have three cards in your hand. And it's really about communication. Mm -hmm. So something that I also loved about this game, I used to bring it to my classroom for like my students that were really shy or new. And what it did is kids that love being competitive would play this game and uh I, I love that, like, you'd get, like, this... I had this student, and she was really athletic and into sports, and I would never picture being into this kind of board game. And she wanted to play every week. And she made a really good friend that was a new student. So it's good because it's not like, oh, I beat you. It really promotes uh, yeah. teamwork. Yeah, co-op. And, and it's ages 8+, plus and it's a super, super fun game. 8+, plus, you're breaking the rules, teaching your son how to play? Oh, I also show him One Piece, which Ooh. is 14+, plus, and that my wife got really mad about that, so... 
Uh, <laughs> Rule, what a rebel. What yes, a rebel. Yes, no. I yeah. like it. Co op in the home yeah. is promoted. It's about 20 bucks on Amazon. It, it's a great game. Uh, there's a $40 version where it's in like a big square. Ooh, that looks interesting when I was looking at the prices. <laughs> I love the box art too. The box art's in a. It's in an hourglass. If you're looking for a board game, I, you know, like there's sites where you could probably rent them and borrow them, but this is one that I would recommend buying. If you're looking for a new game, like I'd buy it, own it, and play it. What's the name of it again? It's called Five Minute Dungeon. Sold. Sold. Well, I'm Sold. hoping when we can get together, if we all social distance, we could do a stream, the three of us, and maybe one or two other people of it yeah. at the studio. And there we go. Yeah. Do a board game night. Do something like that. Could always do. Could always do tabletop simulator too. Idea yeah, was so a remote. tabletop simulator just simulates playing a tabletop. Like what? What's the point of that game? Uh, it is a sandbox where people will make mods and things and basically import entire board games into it. So they're playing a digital board game. So it, is it's not like Roll Twenty, right? It's a sandbox. It's kind of like Gary's mod. Okay. Is in okay. The game. It's like it gives you all the tools to make like maps and things it's kind of it's like that like you can play D and in it you can do whatever you want if people have made like the models or like the mm. the tools and stuff for it that sounds dangerous yeah oh yeah you can there's every kind of board game you can think of in there what do you yeah really? I, I love board games i to... love tabletop games and like you getting me into dungeons and dragons has got me in like i want this this podcast is a gaming podcast you call me out you you let everyone put me on blast telling everyone i'm a nerd whoa don't <laughs> you letting this D flag fly you didn't even consult him on that sean i think there's enough uh dirt on the internet if they google your name they're gonna go oh yeah this guy's a huge nerd they're like i'm not let's come on Supreme, Supreme Leader Sean Poole. Let's see what comes mm -hmm. up. Just so you know, if you're going to Google him, you can't yeah. ungoogle him. That's all Dude, I'm going to say. Dude, do me a favor. Google <laughs> Sean Poole gifts right now and know. watch what happens. I'm not I'm not even exaggerating. I want everyone that's listening to go do that. Don't you no, have, it's not inappropriate. Uh, I'm actually on my work on? computer, I so I better not. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Why is... Oh, you're you're uh, you, that's on, your on problem. You're using Bing. That's why you're getting the bot bet naughty stuff. <laughs> so, I would say get it if you're on the fence about uh, playing. How long and, would you say is a oh, full and get some five minute dungeon game? So here's the thing about that game: if you can get through all five levels, in mm -hmm. I mean, obviously it's twenty five minutes, right? Because each time is five minutes, so it's a quick game. There's like some intermission. The pausing of the time is a strategy, and so like the voice app that you get, you can like there's ambient music to it, and you get like pressure. Another way you can do it is you could find a song that's uh, five minutes and play the song for five minutes, and be like, okay, well, yeah. you know, you can do other things if you don't want to hear the voice. It depends. Like sometimes you could like get to the third level and wipe at the very end. You can treat yeah. it like a raid, an MMO yeah. raid. Or if you only have five or ten minutes and you're like, you know, at the airport with your friends and you're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, if you brought a board game to the airport or something, this would be a great like camping game to either there's a lot of places that you could play this with good friends. But it has to be the right people that like don't want a game yeah. that just compete against each other. They're willing to like gotcha. work together and have fun. And then something else I dip my toes into Final Fantasy XIV, uh, the MMO. Wait, 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 wait. Is wait. free. Speaking of breaking tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you get wrapped up in this? I love this. Um, it's free. I got four letters for you. F R E E. <laughs> yes. That was the thing. I heard you could play to level sixty B. Until it's free. I love Final Fantasy. It's one of my all-time favorite JRPGs. So I figured I'd just download it and tinker on a character. Um, I made a giant sea wolf man that's like the big gorilla man and i gave him the giant you know the anime pompadour haircut that looks like the it sticks out the perm like the jojo kind of haircut. yeah 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 i gave my guy the perm that sticks out i almost named him ricky from trailer park boys uh. um, but i named him ringo ichikawa because of that game ringo ichikawa because he has the same haircut oh yeah that's a game that i'm gonna be tinkering around with i don't like I'm not gonna throw my life away, but it's it's pretty. It's cool. What what class did you make? The way classes work is you start with one job class and then evolve <laughs> in the other. I chose the pugilist, which will turn into a monk. Nice. Like this fighter. What level are you? I'm level one. <laughs> I just yeah. started it and downloaded it the other day. It's like okay, after our D and D game, I was kind of like doing some show prep, and I was like, all right, I'll download this. And it took a while to get like all set up, 
And then I was like, you know, I, I love a good character creator. Oh, yeah. They have a pretty good one in that, if I remember right. Yeah, so I was like, oh, just let me keep making the guy. Okay, no, I don't like this. Let me see this look. Let me see that. Let me see this class. Let me see that. So, That's... do I want to heal? No, I want to be. I want to be a karate. I don't. That was Ooh. my. When it... yeah. Sean, you sound pretty interested. Are you gonna hop on too? When it first relaunched, I guess we all. I think a bunch of us were playing it, and I made a Lalafell. He ended up being a bard. Um... Course. Yeah, so he's a Lollafell bard. I think I got to like level forty or something like that. But it was in the beginning, especially it was real grind. Once you got to around that level, it was like really grindy. Like you just did. I forget what yeah. they're called. The like little events that pop up, and people would just go float from one to the next and just grind on that. Or you could do quests, but quests were so much slower. Um, I haven't touched it since then. I don't really have an interest in it, but I know tons of people that like still play it yeah. and love it. And I would say it's second to WoW, probably. Right? I think that's a fair. In terms of popularity yeah. or uh, overall it, package or what? I think both in MMOs. I think if people gotcha. play an MMO, they play WoW. And then there, I think Guild Wars 2 is up there. Sean would know this better because he's been in the MMO game for a long time. But I think Final Fantasy is probably up there. It's in the top three for sure. One of the highest ones actually is pretty surprising is um, Star Wars uh, uh, Old Republic. And that's still Ooh, around. Yeah. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's still around. It's free to play now mostly oh. well it's like free to play with a like it's kind of like elder scrolls elder scrolls you said my favorite word no elder, um. elder scrolls online is also free to play base but if you pay for like the subscription L eso plus or whatever it's called you get a bunch of other stuff on top. Like you get infinite not infinite storage but you get like a, uh i think infinite material storage and you get to make more than like two characters or whatever. it's like you can level to max level but you don't have access to all the DLC and things like that. But I think that's a better like subscription model where you have like the base game free, or like to max level. Not like WoW's free because you can get to like, level twenty, but you can't talk to anyone, and you can't like trade with anyone, and you like you don't get access to like half really? the game. Where I like where you get yeah because they have so much problem with gold farming and gotcha. stuff like that that they don't want people spamming. ESO does it really well where it's like. You get access to the whole base game, and I think like the first couple of expansions, like it's like a rolling. When a new expansion comes out, the like fourth oldest one becomes free and goes on mm. forever. Um, mm. Yeah, it's that I feel like, and then you can pay the the premium subscription to get like if you're playing it remotely regularly, then it's probably worth you know paying that subscription to get that extra stuff. But it yeah. sounds like Final Fantasy XIV's kind of similar to that too where it's like you can play quite a bit of it if you're casual and not worry about paying that extra but but I'm if you casual. want all the stuff then you know and you're like playing it like an mmo when you were 15 years old then i'm not gonna pay but i also playing it because it hits me in my anime jimmies and i was like okay <laughs> sold so yeah that was it um so yeah if people want to check that out uh There'll be more to come. More Final Fantasy fourteen nice. news. Casey, when is the Pokemon MMO coming out? It's called Pokemon Go, Sean. And actually, speaking of Pokemon, do we want to leave that with that news story? Or should we move into the news? Sure, let's do it. It seems like uh, okay. It seems like your Twitter was blowing up with Pokemon news. So yes, I went on Twitter today, <laughs> and you know, there's so there is a mobile Pokemon game that I also play called Pokemon Masters, and Pokemon Masters is a gotcha game. Where they take like famous characters of the game, like a gym leader, and they give them a rating, and they get one signature Pokemon with them, and then you do three on three battles. So you could have Brock with his Onix, Misty with her Starmie, and then your character comes with the Pikachu, right? That's like one of the base characters. Lieutenant Surge with his Raichu. Uh, actually, he has a Voltorb, I think, in that. I, I have what? to. I know, right? But they make special versions. Like there'll probably be a version of Lieutenant Surge in there, uh, like red and blue or gary as some people know him it, he has his pidgeot and red has charizard that's not a fair matchup yeah it, it, like anybody anybody that's a starting trainer <laughs> from the video games has a really good starter pokemon it's yeah. it's, it's a it's an okay game so so what is the game though like is it a pokemon battler like you battle your pokemon kind of yes so you have like if i, I back to my scenario brock misty and my character right pikachu has four moves brock has four moves misty has four moves if you use a move there's a bar and the bar takes up energy and if the energy can't if you don't have enough energy you can't use the move right gotcha. it, so you fight as a group yeah you fight three on three 
And so it becomes a method of, I need to take out this Pokemon first. I have a type advantage on So the type advantages system still works, but it's not, like, as open as Pokemon, where, like, a water type beats ground and rock and yeah. fire. So some fire Pokemon are only weak to rock. Some fire Pokemon are only... Depends what Pokemon they're using, right? And there's a symbol that says mm-hmm. what it's weak to. And it's not a... It's a okay concept that they don't give out a lot of their materials to get new characters very easily. And they've gone under a lot of changes because they used to have something for, like, stats that was, like, impossible to grind. They made it to a point where it's, like, you have to pay or grinding is really hard. Pay, pay to play. Yeah, it wasn't... The, the balance wasn't right. So they rebranded the game to be called Pokemon Masters EX. And, like, they did, like, Pokemon Coliseum DX. They've had that name before, Right. And so, in marketing, this was not really thought out. Because when you make a hashtag, capitalization does not work. And there's spaces, right? So, when you go on to Twitter, what would Pokemon Masters EX say when you see that as one long word? I want you to write it out on paper and tell and read out what you see. I'm downloading Pokemon Masters Sex right now. Yes, that was trending on Twitter. <laughs> and on our Instagram, I put a pretty funny meme of, of it on but, like, there are so many, like, lewd pictures on Twitter about it. Either it's the best my, marketing my campaign of all time, because, like, there was, like, a, like 130 people, 1,000 people were talking about it. Or it's the least <laughs> thought-out thing, and it's accidentally okay. It's not super on brand for Nintendo, obviously, being an E10 for everyone game. So, I was just like, oh, my God, someone's losing their job today, or someone's <laughs> getting paid a ton of money. When you initially brought up Pokemon yeah. nudes, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, not news. I say they're Pokemon news, right? I get it. I get it. Uh, okay. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, I was surprised. I was just thinking like, oh, Nintendo's probably like, fire, fire, everyone. How fast, Casey, you can be honest with us. How fast did you click on uh, I wanted to be like, what is going on? Well, this is the thing. I, I knew. Sure. No, I knew Nintendo was a part of it because, you know, when you there's hashtags that are trending, they have a special icon that Twitter will make for it. Yeah, it'll say, like, promoted by blah, blah, blah. Or no, it'll be like, if you're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, there'll be a picture of Sonic, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Or like a game, like Assassin's Creed, you get an Assassin's Creed, like, emojis, something mm-hmm. next to it. There was a old 8-bit bright of red one of the trainers next to it. So I know that was an approved hashtag. Hmm. Oh. Ten cents. What if Nintendo just knew about it and they're just like, forget it, just ship it, whatever. Like, we're not worried about right. it. Oh. They're like, yes, <laughs> yeah. now's our chance to blow yeah. the lid off this popsicle stand. It made me chuckle. Like, it was funny. It, it's, it's just so not on brand, but also possibly the great this advertising of all time. Uh, yeah, it's a great marketing team. They're just like, yeah, whatever. I stumbled into promotion. This is awesome. So it's worth a Google on Twitter. Don't type that in into Google, Google. Just type it into the Google search and you can see what people are posting. And, you know, people people are not posting anything too crazy. It's just jokes, yeah. like jokes on jokes on jokes at this point. And I've, I'll go back and check a couple and get a good, like, guffaw. Ooh, guffaw. Guffaw. Yes, thank you. But speaking of Nintendo as well, I don't think they can get a W. In other news... The worst kept secret, the Mario 35th Anniversary Collection has, they were going to reveal it in like July or August. It's definitely been postponed and they're talking about possibly September and a release in December. Uh, The podcast Nate the Hate and uh, also Video Game Chronicles were reporting the Super Mario Remaster won't be released in time for the 35th series anniversary. And this is all because of everyone's favorite problem in the world. Babies. COVID. Oh, oh yes, babies. Okay, yeah, that's everyone's favorite problem. Wow, that got dark fast. Yeah, uh, COVID affected that. And what this game, do you guys know what the 35th anniversary is supposed to be? So, no, is this detailed or is it just being postponed? Like, yes. what is so, the story exactly? Is it like the original game is getting remastered or something like that? Or that's the rumor? Are you familiar with Super Mario All-Stars? that game on Super Nintendo mm. back in the day. Isn't, isn't that the one that's like a combo of like a bunch of different... Oh, yeah, yeah actually, I had it. Yeah. I had it on... On Super on Nintendo. Game... No, I had it like later on, like in on a Game Boy or something. Oh, I think it was only on Super Nintendo. And it was where it was Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers 2, Mario Brothers 3, Lost Worlds. It was a collection of all the old classic Marios. And um, what they were going to do is they were going to put Mario... They were going to possibly remaster Mario 64 for this. Mario Sunshine. 
Mario, both the Mario Galaxies, and then Mario 3D World, which was on the Wii U. They were going to port that, and that game is awesome. And I was really excited. All those games are great, even Mario Sunshine. Yes, I'll say it. That sounds very nice. like wishful thinking by fans for them to for them to do that many. Yeah. I... What do you think? I mean, what the price point on something like that? Couldn't they just re-release it and get $40 a pop for each one, you would think? No, because it's going to be the same game. They're not, like, remaking it. They're just going to give it... They're going to remaster, like, gave it maybe a little shiny. That HD version or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And if, like... They might not do it with Mario 64. If they made Mario 64 with the current graphics, that'd be pretty uh, nice to see. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a big collection of those 3D games. So, they're talking possibly Christmas time or January for release, is the rumor. And Nate the Hate, why I think this has some legs to it, he was calling out the indie podcast, or the indie that they did in the mini directs. He said, like, hey, this is what's coming. He had some inside sources. So, I think it's something to keep an eye on. And that's a, I would definitely buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, if it included all five games. I know there's two of those that I haven't even played all the way through. So, I mean, I'd be all over it. Which two? Uh, Sunshine and 3D World. Ooh, 3D World's fun because it's four player at the same time, possibly. Uh, and yeah. I remember Sunshine. People really liked Sunshine. I think people really hated Sunshine. Was the way really? I think. Yeah, that's. I, I think we, our peers, liked it because we were kids. But I think like reviewers did not like it. They're like, "What is this? Sh- oh yeah, nonsense." I was gonna say a naughty word. How dare you? I know. So I would never. So, something to keep an eye on. I hope this does come out. That would make everything good. In the world? Yeah, also, how do you postpone a anniversary? (laughs) I think that's what I was saying. Well, I tell my (laughs) wife every year. I'm like, let's just celebrate it next year. And, you know, she cries, and it is tradition. And that's love. (laughs) That's American love story right there. And that's why we called it the wood anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Dude, my 10th anniversary is next year. What one's that? Paper? I don't know no, paper is like one year or two years the 10th year is the tin uh tin is the 10th anniversary oh thank you 10 i'll just make her like a tin foil or make her or modern it's a diamond jewelry okay <laughs> not doing that all right so our final you should do a tin foil hat and try to get her to buy into a conspiracy theory that would be the perfect anniversary all right so let me tell you about simulation theory so our final news story talks about Tesla, and Tesla is building a new video game software and user interface, and it's out of their team in Austin, and there's a bunch of job listings. Uh, the Gigafactory in Texas is what's under construction, and Tesla's had dozens of job listings there. And what they're looking for is a video game engineer, software engineer for mobile, software engineer vehicle user interface, and a rendering engineer, so software software infotainment. Gotcha. Yeah. So will it be for will it be for their car then? Because they have a huge like touch screen in their car, and they have a, I think a couple of like really basic games on there right now. Well, I think the the one big job posting is vehicle user interface engineer with C plus plus. That's what they're looking for skills. So if you're looking for a so job, car will be a video game. I think, or you could play it on the dash. Like I'd be pretty cool. Like oh, play Smash Brothers, boom. Or play Cuphead. Yeah, I want to play Cuphead when I'm driving. That seems very dangerous. No, uh, what I was thinking would be cool, very futuristic, and not probably what's happened at all, is like augmented reality through your front window. You like, oh. yes. so like the world is augmented and things. Like it's just like the. It looks like Tron. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you could change whatever settings you want. You could like, you know, make it all pastels or like cartoony or something. How oh. cool would that be? It's you not just what make it, it is, awesome. but that'd be cool. Mario Kart settings, always on. Yeah. You green shells to people that are annoying you in traffic and cut them <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet you that would fix Road Rage. If there was a Mario Kart, like, a augmented reality setting for your car. Oh, you cut me off. Red shell. Boom. I feel so much better. Right. I'd feel a lot better about throwing <laughs> bananas at oncoming vehicles if I had the Peace. Mario Kart setting on. I feel like people would pay attention more, but it also, I don't know how the distractions would work. It would definitely have to be refined. Hold on. Shelby, I wouldn't feel bad about throwing bananas now. They're biodegradable. You're helping the environment. True. As long as you take the sticker off. As long as you take the sticker off. (laughs) Hey, kid, you got my car. You could have at least taken the sticker off. So I wonder what this is going to become, right? Is this going to be just for in-vehicle play, or are they going to go out and strike out on their own in their own video game space? 
don't know. Elon Musk likes to do everything, so I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I want to know about... He's building that tunnel that's supposed to go super fast. He's making spaceships that can fly back. The Hyperloop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's getting us ready for Mars. Yeah. I actually think that he did have a love for video games as a kid, and I think he wanted to actually design video games in his early career. Was was part of his path. Interesting. I want to know what part of his path got him his new hair. Because when you look at the old pictures of him, he was bald, dude. Now he's got a flowing head. It's like, whoa! What kind of science is it's that? It's called money. Inject it straight into the pores, <laughs> and the hair comes out. No, I think this would be cool. He's probably got Bosleys. You know, I think cool. we're leading more and more to car driving, and I know it'll be safer than humans driving. I don't know how you guys feel about Hell that. Yeah. Like, would you want? Would you still want to drive your car? Or would you let a car drive for you? I would totally have my car See? drive for me. Yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm there. Yeah, just let. Just take me places. I just want to sit back and play video yeah! games. I would love to be able to like roll into my car and like nap yeah. in it on the way to work or something. You know, even. Then I don't care if my I don't care if my commute's an hour. Then I'll just sleep. That was happening in San Francisco. weren't Were people getting pulled over down in the Bay Area for doing that? Yeah, because you're not supposed legally. You're supposed to be awake and ready like at any time, <laughs> even when you're on auto. I yeah. love the world we live in. Legally, you're supposed to be awake while your car's moving at seventy miles. Right, legally, an hour. you're supposed to stay under the speed limit. <laughs> True story. Have you ever heard like the? Um, I read years ago Elon Musk's like long term like his phases and plans for all that kind of stuff and for the car side of it, it was please say hover cars, um, please know, say hover cars. No, uh, no, no, it wasn't necessarily that, but it was more of um, you know if once they get kind of self driving going and like approved and like more like more generally accepted and stuff is people would be able to put their car in like taxi mode so like when you get home you're done with it at work or done for the day or whatever you can put it in taxi mode and it will go out and people can basically like use like call them with like an uber it turns into like a self-driving uber car and it'll go out and like basically work and make you money at night and it kind of like um and then it will come back and charge for you to like be ready in the morning you know so you can set like the times that it would do stuff or set put it in certain modes and things and it's pretty genius because people that can't afford to buy the car can like rent like uber or whatever from these things and people that do buy the car will actually get like a passive kind of income Mm. source you know obviously the the possible bad side is like people you know throwing up or doing like messing up inside your car and yeah. stuff the car's not kind of self because if you're but... calling a cab at three in the morning there's a good chance you're going to be doing some bad stuff i'm just saying generally yeah yeah but you like ban people off of the search you know if they you know obviously yeah. all that kind i've of stuff. always regular uber but i just thought that was genius yeah i've always wanted a tesla always like that's always been something that i've had on vision boards for years and i haven't bought one yet but now that i'm gonna have video games in the dash like now I'm definitely in. yeah i said vision board to sean about something the other day and he goes i haven't heard vision board in a while so sean it's two days in a row now i haven't in years and years <laughs> that's two yeah maybe we make a segment called vision our vision boards. boards and we just do a vision board one time I've... that'd be fun I feel like vision boards were really hot in the late 80s, early aughts, and like now vision boards aren't nearly as cool. So that's it. That's Much it. Less the big buddies. three. Oh, you hit it. That's the big three news stories for us. So I think we're going to do some random questions like old times. Ooh. Shelby's going to pull out of the back. Wait, hold on. We have Sean. Sean, Gavin did message us a question, Gavin. Our... Like a month ago. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, if you have it. It's in the Discord. Our Discord is actually in the info below if you click on the link if you're listening on apple or even spotify it should be hyperlinked and it's an invite to our discord so feel free to join and come in we're growing our community and we'd love to hear your feedback come on in come on in baby so gavin on the moon asks i don't know how much you guys know about pc related things but what are your thoughts on ray tracing so sean (laughs) what is ray tracing (laughs) but ray tracing basically is a technology that has been around for a while in movies it's used for it's basically for lighting and shadows and like reflections and like water um but ray tracing now with like newer generation nvidia cards and stuff was really pushed in the newer like rtx cards and they really um the games there's still not a ton of games like i think cyberpunk is supposed to have ray tracing battlefield 5 a lot of games have partial ray tracing it's actually really pretty and it's like one of those things where it's like 
if you have a machine that can do it, it's like, it's awesome. But most people who aren't like updating their computer and like buying the best of the best every year or two, like they're not going to be seeing the benefits of ray tracing anytime soon. Like I said, it's, it's one of those things where it's like really nice to experience, but realistically most people aren't going to like need it. Like you're still, it's not going to make up for good gameplay, you know, like the same graphics, like good gameplay always trumps graphics. Ray tracing is just one of those really fancy, nice things that, you know, it'll, it'll be common technology in years and years down the line, but right now it's just not worth the extra cost unless you're a real video file how much does it cost because i know that's a big thing that cyberpunk's pushing cyberpunk 2077 is saying that it's going to have ray trace reflection so like if you wanted to have an nvidia geforce rtx 3000 to do that what would that cost yes you'd you would need like a well, they, uh, nvidia just like announced brand new cards today and i think the most expensive one is fourteen hundred dollars <laughs> The, just for a graphics card the cheapest one i think was 499 that of their new ones and that would be able to do ray tracing which i think is cheaper than the last generation the 20 2080 ti right now which is like the big boy right now in this moment costs uh fourteen hundred dollars I'm looking at Shelby, and I know he wants to build a computer, and he's hearing all these numbers, and I can see the fear taking over. He's Dude, it's, it's, it's not even fear. It's just, like, building a PC is so daunting in my mind. And then, like, it's like, do you want ray tracing? Yes, no. Well, and you're like, like, well, what's yes look like? And then it's like, all these different things. Like, I think you just got to ah. jump in and do it, you know? Yeah, and I'm a simpleton. Just give me a controller, and I'm good to go. Yeah, I'll sit on my couch. And that's the thing is most people um, – PCs are awesome because I like to compare PCs – to like android phones whereas like consoles are like apple where apple's mm-hmm. like you buy an apple and it might cost a little more overall and stuff like that but you know what you're getting and everything's gonna work kind of out of the box like they might do it their It'll way last a long time it work it won't it won't play well necessarily with androids or stuff like that but it'll usually last you yeah it's like quality is just more but android you can like unlock that that and like do whatever you want basically with it like it's yours you can customize it and get exactly what you want you can mod perfect like yeah you can mod it and all that stuff so it's so when you buy a console versus a pc it's very much like you're making that choice where you just want kind of plug and play you want you know what experience you're going to get with every game for the most part when you play on it um Whereas with PC, yeah. it's like things can go... It's more complicated, so more things can go wrong, but you can also do more cool stuff like modding or whatever else. Yeah, and I'll say what I have seen of the ray tracing that's coming out, it looks so cool. Like, I've seen a couple of screenshots of like Minecraft before and after yeah. ray tracing, and that looks gorgeous. Um, so I like the idea of it quite a bit. It Kind of like what we were just talking about. When it comes to consoles, I look forward to reaping the benefits. But like right now in terms of like gearing up a PC to get to that level, I just don't think that's me personally. But, you know, it's going to look a lot better when they're able to um, simulate the way light works and the way light plays on different surfaces and shadowing. That's going to be a really cool moment. Yeah. So. And it's like... A lot of there are cards out there that are fairly cheapish, like this, like sixteen hundred and stuff. I was looking it up that can do ray tracing, but mm-hmm. the thing is, when you ina- when you turn on ray tracing, like I read something earlier about how like they were on a what was it a twenty eighty Ti or something, which is the nice card. They ha- they were getting with all settings on extreme, they were getting like forty one fps, which isn't amazing. You want like sixty or better usually. Um, right. But it's not terrible. But when they turned on ray tracing, it dropped to like twenty three, mm. which oh, wow. which is noticeable. Yeah. No just... way noticeable. You're gonna you're gonna see the frames. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like, it is a really cool technology. I think it'll work in games that are really like story based, like something like Last of Us, or things where it's like much more of like a cinematic kind of experience game, like an RPG that's very. Well, 
you know, got lots of cut scenes or stuff like that. I think in cut scenes, uh... ray tracing would be really awesome. But like in actual gameplay, it's gonna chug most of the time. I feel like Shelby. What's the sad game you played? Uh, like a Plague's Tale. Tale. No, not that one. The, not not the Pied Piper. The other one. Uh, the other sad game. Life is Life is Strange. Yeah, Life is Strange. Would that be in your mind that kind of game? But I feel I feel like in those kind where it's like more story and it's more like you want to be more immersed and you like the more things that look realistic the more you'll get like drawn into the story i feel like it will benefit that whereas like a game like where you're just running around and you're it's like an action game or something like that like ray tracing is cool but i feel like the the benefits don't outweigh the downsides where it's going to be making your fps and stuff chug. and in action games you really need that tight gameplay experience and this might yeah, exactly. not be possible like i think that game that i just played that pit plague's tale game you know there's a lot of uh, torches and candlelight and cathedrals and stuff like that so mm, i could yeah. see that being really good in this in this realm so yeah i'm excited for it bring it keep pushing the envelope let's go all right one more random question shall we will see and then uh random question what restaurant has the worst mm. food? Arby's. But I'm 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 a vegan, so there's no really? options Arby's? There at Arby's. Oh man! I was Arby's? never a big fan of Arby's. Oh, I might have to go to war on that. I mean, Arby's is pretty good. Horsey sauce is awesome, and a roasted bacon. Here's my knock on Arby's. I had a friend who worked there, and their meat's not real. It's like a gelatin, and they shave it. Like yeah. it's not. I never liked it. It was always. Been I like, like a good roast beef. Weird. I love. Dude. I like. I like a French yeah. dip. They got that triple pepper sauce. That's pretty bomb. They also have the best uh, mozzarella sticks. Their horsey sauce is yeah. king. <laughs> it's king. I, as a kid, I used to dip grapes into it. I was like my weird thing. My mom was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "It's delicious." Grapes. Dude, grapes. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not something I would have thought no, of. No, that is bad for your health, actually. That... It's like a peanut butter banana sandwich. It's something that's like, oh, until you try it. You're like, oh, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, I, I would also pose the question of what what food do you, or what fast food or something do you think is overrated? Food. Well, is it worse because of the food or because of the whole service? Or is it like an amalgamation of things, too? Oh, true. I think you get to choose your own adventure here. Mm. <laughs> My... Can I say my? Because I thought of this when I was okay. thinking of like worst food. I was, I was in and out. Get out of here right I've now! I've never been like when I lived in California. People were like, oh man, in and out's so good. I would always go there. and I'm like, the burgers are okay. Like it's okay. Like even with the secret menu, that's not secret. Um, but and then they have really bad fries. Their fries are good for about five minutes, and then they get soggy and gross. You gotta ask for the extra crispy. That's the thing. Their fries have a secret order, too. Why do you got to customize the fries? <laughs> like, can't you be like, I want your fries. I'll have your best fries. So like, here you go. Yeah. And then they're soggy and limp in five because minutes. Because some people like a soggy fry. Some people like a greasy, soggy fry. Some people like a crunchy fry. I don't like crunchy fries. I just like fries that are <laughs> wet noodles after five minutes. I see Sean's minutes. point. Like, okay. just give me the best of your stuff. Like, don't, don't require a secret right. menu. <laughs> don't make me yeah. dig down into this... I don't need to get on a subreddit to figure out the best thing on your menu, okay? But In-N-Out isn't bad. I just feel like it's very overrated. I would say that one of the worst restaurants for me is Olive Garden. I am not a <laughs> yes, fan of Olive Garden. Yeah, ever. I don't it, like pasta. I'm with you. Yeah, no. And then, like, I've heard that they just reheat their stuff. Like, it's all made off-site, and they yeah. bring it in and okay. just reheat it in the kitchen. Dude. And that has always turned me off from that place. Olive Garden, Applebee's, uh, all those, like, chilies. I put them <laughs> in the same tier, like, TGIF Fridays. They all oh, suck. Yeah. I will not go there. No. No way. Those are garbage. Red Lobster. No, Red Lobster's good. Hold on. Let's not. Let's <laughs> you slow that. your roll. Red Lobster. <laughs> lobster Fest is the best. I, I'm a fan wow. of Lobster Wow. That was a turn. Like, really? Okay. <laughs> red Lobster. No, the biscuits, bro. The Red Lobster biscuits. <laughs> I, I, don't tell I me lived i guess i don't know have you never been to red lobster i mean no, i've been it's been a long time since i've been to red lobster i remember them being Dude, like I know the biscuits you. are so good and i was like i have the biscuits and i'm like yeah okay they're biscuits but it's been a while yeah. <laughs> it's like me with in and out I'm like okay i'm like i'd rather not go to this better. like not so good establishment just for these biscuits that are subpar like come on Oh, man, it's not yeah. bad. What about you, Casey? The worst restaurant food? Oh, I'm with you on the Olive Garden. I think that sums it up, too. I think I think if you... Like, Applebee's, Olive 
Garden. Red Lobster's okay. I think Red Lobster. How do you feel about Outback Steakhouse? I don't know if I've ever eaten that one. Overpriced. Overpriced. The yeah. The Bloomin' Onion is about it, right? That's why you go. But now everybody yeah. has it. No, yeah. I'm always disappointed because whenever I go to Outback Steakhouse, it's like, I'd like the steak. And they're like, okay, you ordered a steak, you get a steak. And that is it. And it's like, come on, give me the fixins. Hook it up. I'm paying 20 bucks yeah. for this thing. There's also a couple pizza joints that I'm like, I have a bone to pick with. Like, if you're going to do Which pizza, one? do it right. Like, I don't know. We kind of burned out Little Caesars back in college, to be honest with you. We would <laughs> oh, yeah. get, Five bucks. Like, I lived across the street from Little Caesars. I had hot and ready's like at least a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, it's so easy. $5 feeds you for three days. Yeah. $5 for a medium pizza. It was just evil because you just walk over and be like, I need a pizza and they'll hand it to you. And I walk back across the street and it was like, yes. It was just so easy. You could have as much pizza as you wanted at any time. They were hot and red. Yes, yeah. It was always a great hangover food, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a grease. Yeah. And it's not like you're going to bring a date to any of these places have, we're naming, you know what I mean? I just have one question. What is mm-hmm. date? What is a date? Oh. <laughs> what is date? Uh, oh, man. COVID's got this guy hard. Well, a date, oh Sean, God. is when you find a special Definitely person. Definitely not. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm dying. COVID's got this guy <laughs> hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. What's his date? <laughs> I think I just thought of our next segment. I think we do matchmaker, okay. matchmaker, yeah, make me a match, and we get Sean a girlfriend. That that made me think of Mrs. Doubtfire in the scene where he's getting like, he's getting dressed up for the first time, and he sings that song. Oh, Desi, yeah. I thought you thought we were going to put you in drag <laughs> to meet someone, because I don't plan on doing that. That is not going to help you in this scenario. Oh, uh, hello! Hello! <laughs> if you like what you hear here 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 beep, uh, make sure to share with a friend subscribe via your favorite podcatcher or leave us a favorable review whatever you want to do make sure to come back we love having you uh check us out at twitter at underpowered pod instagram at under.powered you can also shoot us an email at emails at underpoweredmedia.com and feel free to check us out via the discord right <laughs> We out. That's where you should end it, right? <laughs> Play your game.